What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Decode Podcast. This is episode 160. I'm your host, Ken Cardez, a.k.a. Omega Z, alongside Decode co-host and producer, Gino. Hello. Owner and operator of the Waypoint Cafe, located at 65 Ludlow Street, here in the Lower East Side of New York, where this podcast is brought to you live. Live. We're live. Yeah. We live. <laughs> you and I are both like just kind of out of it I've had a week and I finally got the prescription lenses for my Valve Index so I'm like doubly tired because I'm replaying Half-Life Alex without having to suffer like my nose snapping off Okay. from like my glasses being pushed into my skull <laughs> um, I also discovered modded uh, uh not Groove Coaster, modded um, Beat Saber. All right. That's a rabbit hole. I'm sure. That is a rabbit hole. Uh, this is a, a great week for video games. We have uh, a lot of releases that dropped Everything. this week. Everything and their mom <laughs> came out this week. Everything came out this week. Uh, we also have Gamescom going on <laughs> over these next couple of days. It started yesterday. Some more reveals of awesome games today. We And there's still more to come. So many games. So many games. No uh, time. I don't even think it's like it's th- that, that there's a lack of time. Everyone's just like, we have a very mixed reaction to Gamescom because there's no like big super reveal. big triple A reveal thus far. I mean, we had like a few announcements that were kind of hype worthy. Yeah. Um, but for the it. most part, like none of the, the main players have like shown anything really, really major or huge. But on, the, but on the flip side of things, we cool. have a bunch of Indie games and new developers showcasing, yep. taking advantage of the drought from the heavy hitters, so to speak, and showing off their new games. So a lot of these indie-looking games or games that we probably would have never heard about eye on or heard yeah. about are now being shown in the spotlight. Everyone's like, hey, what's this? This looks really cool. Who made that? I've never heard of this company before. And I'm sitting here like, I have. They've done this game before. And they've done this game before. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to go over some of the games that uh, have impressed us from Gamescom, as well as a slew of some of the um, announcements that have come from there. Uh, but in the meantime, let's get into what we've been playing. So you you gone through your... Using your Oculus more now? My index, <laughs> my Valve index. Um... Um, I'm using it more now because I finally got an upgraded prescription. So now it's like these little lens covers that go over the lenses that match the prescription of my glasses. Okay. So I can actually see what I'm doing. So you don't have to. You don't. I don't have to wear my glasses. Yeah. Yeah. And it works really great. Um, Boneworks feels like a demo for uh, for Half Life Three. Okay. Because it starts off as like one of those silly like oh it's a physics game and then it just gets progressively darker and like you're running from these zombies can't really kill mm-hmm. trying to escape this giant facility that feels like the tower <laughs> um uh playing skyrim vr okay um a lot more it's a lot more f- i can appreciate it more now i feel like 
the game is, is still very old and clunky. Right. And it, granted, yes, there are better RPGs out there now. I mean, the game is, what, 2006? Ten, Ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years old. But it still holds. Like, yeah, you can throw a fresh coat of paint on it and, like, release it again like Bethesda is doing. It still holds. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's a great game. Um, I have no issues with it. Uh, I can now finally hit the signposts. You can jump up. Yeah, I jump in and tap the signposts. Um, it has the full mod support, too. So, like, you have all the mods and everything. Yes. Um, and then on my Switch, I'm just finishing up backlog there of Axiom Verge 2. Okay. I Such a good game. If you like Metroid games... Specifically, Metroidvania. I would say no. I would say straight up, this is a love letter to Super Metroid. Not even Metroidvania in the sense. This is super. This is the love letter to Super Metroid. I mean, the first one felt like a love letter. letter. To Super Metroid. <laughs> this is like, oh wait, wait, wait. There's more of the love letter. Like, it's like, oh, I got For a love sure. letter. You open it, and it's like, okay, next day, here's another one. It's like, but I just. <laughs> I love the story behind Axiom Verge, though. Uh, the developer was making the game. Um, and any money he got for it or made off of it went to his, went uh, to his son who is uh, suffering some from a, a chronic disease. Yep. And the first game essentially basically breathed new life into his child, so he's like super thankful for it. And then uh, he, he was- had some drama with a physical release out in Europe. Yep. Where he never got paid. Um, took it to court. Nintendo got wind of it. And was like, well, here's money. We want the second one. Yep. And he's like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> see so what he, happens he, when Nintendo spends money? Yeah. <laughs> so, Axiom Verge 2 is only on a Nintendo Switch for good reason. Um, and while he was doing this lawsuit, you know, he fell behind on like hospital payments and things like that. And Nintendo literally was just like, here you go. We want the sequel, though. Yeah. And that's why we have Axiom Verge 2 on, on the Switch. Uh, I'm glad to report his son's in better health. He's doing great, you know. Yep. And um, Axiom Verge continues to sell really well. Uh, and it's made by one guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's and him. it's beautiful. It, it's beautiful pixels. Um, I'm also playing Boyfriend Dungeon. Um, and your boyfriend into a sword. I There are things that... That game is going to be important for other reasons, not because of what it does gameplay-wise, right? but because of content-wise, because it puts you in those really uncomfortable... You start realizing, yeah, this is something that we kind of needed because it puts people in that uncomfortable position that a lot of women go through, Mm -hmm. especially in dating. So, yeah. It's one of those games that's definitely going to be talked about as time goes on. Should more people play it? It's like what Bully did to the whole Bully conversation in schools and everything. For real. Yeah. I don't think people give Bully enough credit for that. A lot of people don't give Bully enough credit for that. Because I think most people just look at it as like, oh, it's a Rockstar game. And the automatic go-to is Grand Theft Auto and the silliness that the Grand Theft Auto games tend to have. Even though the subject matter in Grand Theft Auto is very serious serious and mature. Uh, But then you have something like Bully, which... You know, yeah, you're playing the proverbial bully, bully, but you get to understand like his backstory and why he acts out the way that he does, uh, how the school system oppresses 
our, our children's creative freedom and things like that. Yeah, so. it's actually a very good critique of society. And it's like one of those, it's one of those weird things where it's like, no, yeah, games can be liter- can be actual like literary devices that you can write theses on. Yep. <laughs> it is very true. Games have a great way to provide social commentary. Yeah. Uh, when done properly. Yes. And when you take your audience, especially depending on the game that you are, and you take your audience into account, unlike, you know, something where, like, what Epic tried to do with Fortnite recently. And that's one of the things where, like, I feel like the intention was good. But the execution. I think the execution was poor. And the reason why the execution is poor is I'm like, I I think Epic for a split second forgot the audience that plays their game. Here's the thing. (laughs) There's two things going on with Fortnite and it's this idea of metaverse. What is supposedly going to be the recreation of the internet. Mm -hmm. The idea of the metaverse and Fortnite's a great example of this. It's what Facebook has just tried to do. Right. Um, But Fortnite's doing it well. Well, you take everything and have it in a thing where you can now deliver information through entertainment. Think of Ready Player One's whole thing. And it's just like, I don't like that. The um, exposure to me for that, and this is the only comment I'll have on it, and this is how I know it was tone deaf, and I know this is probably something they completely forgot about, but you know the loading screen tips for Fortnite? They should be able, how they're randomly generated, like they're random, they're at random. Um, There is one that will randomly play that will say, hey, remember to aim for the head. And that was my first exposure to that entire event while watching a live stream. <laughs> that was the, that was the, li- that was the loading screen. And I just watched this streamer, this poor streamer sat there, went like this and was like, I'm going to stop now. <laughs> Quit out of the game, launch into Minecraft. It's like, this is what we're doing for the rest of the day. I can't. If you couldn't, like if you couldn't fix that, that's why I feel like the execution was off. I mean, the execution was off for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, I, I get what Epic was trying to do with it. You know, you have this game that is essentially a pop culture phenomenon, day in and day out. It's always doing something to be in the headlines, whether it's controversy it's or, or whether it's good or bad. Yeah. You know, you got artists doing entire concerts. Yeah. Inside a virtual arena. Arena. Which. That's the metaverse part. Yeah. That's that's the metaverse part. Yeah. That's a pretty cool thing. Is it for me? Not necessarily. But. They stole that from Japan. Yes. (laughs) Specifically Fantasy Star Online because there's. There would do idol concerts. They would do get buffs. <laughs> you would get buffs for the idol concerts. I'm not gonna get any buffs from these concerts. But it wasn't even that in Fanny Star Online. Not only was it just the idol concerts, you also had K-pop concerts. Yeah, in Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, too. <laughs> this was long before like Fortnite even decided to do anything with like Travis Scott and Ariana Grande years Ariana, ago. <laughs> and and the Ariana the Ariana Grande one I partook in just because it was funny because like it gives you like a literal proverbial quasi boss fight against a giant Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most hilarious thing ever like (laughs) i like that a little bit like you have to fly your character around and dodge all the things she throws at you it's hilarious Um, how many health bars does she have she doesn't have any it's just there like it's just there to be like interactive and stuff (laughs) 
<laughs> um, but the whole Martin Luther King thing was well intentioned and just poor executed, poorly executed. Um, and they went all for the reasons that you said yeah. on that, and also because like you know you got to read the room and understand that like as progressive and forward thinking the industry is becoming, there is still a oh. large part of the community that is still rooted in racism and misogyny and all the things that we are trying to move past as we grow as an industry. Speaking uh, of, did you see the recent stuff for Am for Amazon? Wow. For Activision Blizzard? Oh man, I don't even want to get into that right now. I, 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 I'm like, at this point, I'm just tired of talking about Activision Blizzard. I know. So I, I'd rather just like forego um, all that stuff and not have to mention right, it, it. It goes back to the question that you had. It's like, I'm surprised EA didn't have this. Well, apparently California's scope of that case is now implicating EA, Epic Games, Ubisoft, um, Riot Games, um, Square Enix, mm -hmm. uh, and, and Sony Studios. That's insane. It, it, yeah, all because they all tend to use the same HR firm that was caught doing Enron. They were shredding documents. Oh boy. <laughs> we have an Enron 2.0 in gaming. Lovely. Oh man. Corporations are going to corporate, right? Does that mean he gets to go to jail? Who, Bobby Kotick? Yes. Uh, if they find out that evidence was destroyed. They yes. did find evidence was destroyed already. That's why um, the, the scope got, got expanded. Then there is cause to <laughs> sue him for that and have him arrested on certain charges. But again, that depends on like how far they want to go with it. Everyone's calling it Enron 2.0. Every law firm is calling it Enron 2.0. So, I mean, I best you if it, if it becomes as serious as it is, and yeah. probably even more so. At best, I feel like you'll probably see Bobby Kotick resign. Yeah. Um. We'll, put, we'll probably we'll get a that, union. We'll, we'll put, put that. We'll put that under the prediction cap. So Bobby Kotick will resign due and to and a this union scandal. forming, like a general oh, game I mean, development I union. I think it's gotten to the point where gaming. Not just about everything associated with gaming, whether it comes to development, voice acting, and whatnot. You're all going to even see, contract workers. Like you're all going to see some type of uh, union. union formation before because it needs to happen. They already have a writers' union. Yeah, there's a screen. There's like a, a screenwriters guild, guild for, for gaming. That, for gaming. So yeah. why, why not actual development? Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, back to what we've been playing. Uh, obviously, as you can't tell behind our, for our live viewers, our live image there, uh, Destiny had their new seasonal update, Seasonal Lost Drop this past Tuesday. For those of you who joined our Tuesday stream, uh, you got to see me play through the opening first week mission, as well as uh, the updated Prophecy Dungeon, now updated with new loot, new shiny things to go for. I got new guns. It was great. Um... I always have fun with Destiny, and then every time they do new stuff, it just makes the game more fun. My 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 thing with Destiny is just the, the FOMO. It's not like um, I'm going to compare it to the only other quote unquote live service game that I now play, which is like Final Fantasy, right? Where it doesn't punish you for missing out on like events because they just host the events again, right? Um, I feel like Destiny still has it. It's like I missed something, and now I'm just like. So, by that. like, they've done a better job of 
removing that feeling of FOMO. Okay. Uh, for those of you who don't know, FOMO's feeling of missing out. Um, Fear th- missing out, not yeah. feeling. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes things will happen in these like live service games where it's like, oh, you know, if you missed out on it, you don't get whatever. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it had a, a drop or whatever. So they've they've turned away from that. So now the only That's thing good. the only thing you're really missing out on is if you're not actively playing the game, you're just missing out on whatever this season's gonna give you. But okay, they're but always like, there. It's just yeah. that as a new season comes out, like the older stuff is just kinda like Yeah, no one's <laughs> running it. No one's yeah. running it. Unless you find specific groups like a looking for group system that's running it. Yeah, and you got people like me who are like, oh, I haven't gotten these weapons. Are they still available? Yeah, you can go do this. And I'm like, cool, I'm gonna go do that activity. Yeah. And then you just Hope for those type of drops. Um, But the big thing for this particular reveal is this is Bungie's 30th year anniversary, and they're doing a whole bunch of celebrations uh, within the Destiny video game. There's actually going to be a 30th anniversary special event this December um, that you can essentially pay into because it's content that they're creating that they want you to buy. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, It's (laughs) $24.99. Yeah, are we getting Marathon and Oni references? Uh, yes, there's actually a Marathon and Oni costume that you can get in this 30th anniversary. Uh, uh, so they have a armor set that one of the armor sets is built off of the female character in Oni, and one of the armor sets is built off of uh, one of the armors that you have in Marathon. Um, I couldn't find that screenshot, but I'm I can probably send it to you elsewhere. Uh, but these armors here, this is what you're going to get in the new uh, 30th anniversary dungeon. Uh, one of the cool things about that dungeon is if you remember the infamous Destiny loot cave yes. from D1 where people shot into a cave over and over again just hey, to get, get, loot, yeah. <laughs> get loot. So the loot cave itself is actually going to become an entrance to a special dungeon. My question <laughs> is... Do you have to shoot, or are you shot into the loot cave? I don't know yet. <laughs> I really hope that you're shot into the loot cave, like, comically, with a giant, like, gun. Yeah, it's not going to be that silly. I know. Um, That's something that, Cade would do. <laughs> we all miss Cade. <laughs> On top of that, we got our confirmation that the next major expansion, the Witch Queen, is dropping on February 22nd, 2022. Where we get to fight off against light empowered hive guardians, which is pretty insane when you think about it. Yeah, when you take it to the lore, it's like, is it the dark light from like no, the very, like it's the, actual. So if you're playing the current season right now, right. Uh, Savathun has finally made her reveal. Yeah, right. this is the big bad that Destiny has been building up to over the past two games. Not even just well, this need we're near seven now, yeah. <laughs> year seven of Destiny. So, for the past two to three years, they've been building up this overarching threat of Savathun. She's finally come forth, and <clears throat> in a weird twist, we actually have to help her now. Oh, great! So, it's one of those things where it's like, she's like, I'll, I'll, I'll do this for you, but you have to help me. We're like, yeah, she's obviously going to betray us, and this is obviously going to end wrong, but we have no other choice because we have to save the character that it's involved with. Right. So it's one of those, like, necessary evil type situations as we play through the game. 
I on the plus side, the Queen's back. Mm-hmm. One of the f- fan favorite characters. Queen Marisol. Yeah. God, I hated that fight. <laughs> like I, like I think that was the fight that I literally put that. I'm like, I need a keyboard and mouse for this. Like, I hated it. But thankfully, we don't fight anything for her. We just, God. we're just being put to task on a bunch of quests, an epic loot, and more things to f- shoot things in the face for. I brought back the Ballahorn too. So Galahorn is coming back. The Galahorn itself is the dungeon reward for <laughs> this new loot cave dungeon that's coming on this special 30th anniversary event. God. Um, I hope it's as broken as it's always been. It's not going to be. It's actually going to be toned down. So. Whoa! Galahorn was too broken. That thing, once you got Galahorn, there was no reason to use any other heavy weapon in the game whatsoever. There's no reason to use any other gun in the game. Well, yeah, that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what a rocket launcher should be. Especially if it's an, like, it's an exotic rocket launcher, so it's supposed to be like... Super, D- yeah, like, I, they, they, they... I don't understand why people will complain. It's like, well, it's an exotic... So it, it led to a degree of toxicity when it came to, like... Going into the high end content for the okay, raids, that's fair. That's fair. Where like you would certain, gatekeep certain players would be like, "Do you have a Galahorn? No, and they they don't want you in like their party or whatever because you didn't have this gun." See that that's easily like that was an issue with um, Final Fantasy for a while, mm-hmm. and then what they they ended up doing was like, "Hey, like here's the new looking for group system. If you need to get to this content, like here's here, here's the pathway you should take." If you really want to do the end game raids. Mm-hmm. So. And then they turned it into Mechanics Fest. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I Playing a video game, it's like, you need to go south. I'm like, why are we using cardinal directions in a video game? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, you need to go 30 degrees to his right. I'm like, why are we doing math? I just don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making me do math. You need a physics degree. Dude, uh, sometimes for some of... Specifically, the end of Alexander. Like, the savage Alexander fight, which is probably the best... Ice Hats is like, I'm doing math. Why? And it's like, well, it's Alexander. It's like, okay, yeah, but... I'm DPS. I'm supposed to just pew-pew. My math is keep the numbers high. That's it. I have make, a healer. Make, make numbers go high. Healer. That's literally like the poor healer is like, yo, I have to keep these people alive. Tank over there is like, tank, make the tank do the math. He literally just has to stand there and get hit. <laughs> How many bodies fall down? All 16 of us. <laughs> No, it's funny because like th- th- some Destiny raids get like that, and I'm oh, like, that's why I'm the warlock. All I gotta do is put this rift down that keeps you alive. Yes, that's it. Yes, and then I peep the boss while we stand in my rift. Yeah, <laughs> give me DPS. It's my. It's not. It's just mine. Just off. Yeah, I turn my brain off. I have my rotations good off. It's like, does Zed have well? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's bathing golden light, and I'm like this, like man. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, back to more games. Gamescom started yesterday. We had Jeff Keighley with uh, <coughs> Gamescom opening night live. He looked less bored. He he looked happy to be there. I think that's because like this one wasn't like 
online some online and some in person corporate sleazy thing i mean it was still obviously heavily sponsored by sponsors um I mean they all need to be sadly it's it's, it's a yeah. curse it's the curse of the industry uh, so let's talk about one of the cool things. Uh, we finally got an actual release date for Halo Infinite. Y'all gonna lose me December eighth. December eighth, we will disappear because uh, we'll all be playing Halo Infinite. Uh, there's actually gonna be a Halo themed Series X. Oh, I'm so mad! It looks <laughs> it's full of stars. I know it's very it's pretty. It's so pretty. I might actually get that one. It's it's. Microsoft knows how to how to make a pretty console. As much as I hate to say it, sometimes it's so pretty. December eighth of this year, yeah, yeah, this year, Halo Infinite, Halo Infinite. Also, the Master Chief um, Elite controller, which I actually might pick up. That thing is expensive. It is expensive, <laughs> but it is very nice. Yeah, I have a, I have a friend who has one. They uh, let me try it. But what I find weird is the Halo themed. Series X. Uh, so the game drops December 8th, but the actual system comes out November. Beforehand. I think it was like November 15th. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, the, obviously, the system is not coming with the game. <laughs> they still want you to buy the game. No, no, no. I think it, no, no, no. It comes with the game, but it's locked. Or it won't download until the day before. Yeah. So it's most it likely comes with, the, it comes like, it's a like, yeah, del digital delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have the console, you have the game. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I want my Halo themed Xbox. Yeah. I don't even like Halo like that. It's which <laughs> I love Halo because it's it's sadly I like mean, Halo 2 was like the, the creme de la crop of every shooter fans like console shooting experience, yeah. you know. Like, God, I remember Lord the old MLG uh, days where we we were right? we hooked up. Eight Xboxes to I a Switch. I remember going <laughs> to Hunter College LAN parties yep, just yep. to play Halo 2 with all these frat people out drinking them and beating them at their own game. Pretty great. Uh, Let's uh, scroll through uh, this news here. Besides Halo, we also got uh, some new game announcements. Um, Saints Row's coming back. We got a Saints Row reboot coming in February 2022. Uh, this looks to be a more grounded version of Saints Row. Here's what they said. Everyone's like, oh, it's a grim dark <coughs> version of Saints Row. And it's just like, no, it's just a little more gritty. It still has the humor. It still yeah. has everything. We're just making them take themselves a little more seriously because we wrote ourselves into a corner. Yeah. I think they realize there's only so much you can go when it comes to over-the-top humor that at some point you just either... They ate. killed the whole universe. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's taking place in a whole new city. Um, we've got some rebooted characters. We went to hell. Literally, yes. we went to hell. We got Johnny Gat out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> punched it in, in the, the face, face. <laughs> and then technically also punched a, a technical god in the face if you think about uh, the fourth game yes <laughs> I mean Saints Row was just great Saints Row so, like I love it because it took it took the 
what GTA had is like, you know what? We're going to move away from the seriousness. We just want to have like a fun party, like a fun game that makes you laugh and a good story that you that go you go along for the ride with. For sure. Um, it's the, the cops, not the... Uh, <laughs> What's that? It was that cop show from like the 60s and 70s. Uh, uh, police Academy. It's the Police Academy of GTA. <laughs> that's what it is. That's, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, um, it. We got a turn-based RPG game from for Midnight Suns, which is a Marvel property. This game just it wasn't even like the game. It was like a CG trailer. And even that entire concept was just weird to me. Yeah. Um, Disney's trying. I guess. I don't know. That's Disney. It just doesn't feel like... Uh, it's zero mechanics with XCOM, but it looks like XCOM. I, it's it's supposed to be like a turn-based strategy tactical game. So I'm, that, that already has me written off. I'm like, I want to I wanna push button and punch things. So, uh, I mean, that. if Mario can do it, which is weird, because <laughs> like, oh, I, I can play Mario plus Rabbids, but I can't do it with my Marvel characters. <laughs> I think it has to do with the presentation more than anything. It probably is the presentation. It's also probably the fact that it's like <clears throat> us being comic book nerds. There are certain characters that are there that really shouldn't be there, but we get why they're there. Yes, because they got to sell copies of the video game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Call of Duty Vanguard showed off some new gameplay. Um, eh. I-, I was actually impressed. Like, the gameplay they showed. I could do... A l- l- listen, listen, listen. H- here's my thing. There's almost... There's so much Stalingrad I can take in my life <laughs> before it just becomes like... Weren't we in Stalingrad back in like 2006? 2005? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looked impressive. I'm still like, I don't care about the game just because like it's an Activision product. So I don't, I've already ran, I've already gone like whatever. But like yeah. what they showed off was cool. I was like, all right, you know, for the rest of the Call of Duty fan base, that's obviously going to get the game regardless of what we feel or say about oh it. Oh my God. <laughs> The most vocal part, I just realized the most vocal part of like that fan base are just the frat bros that we all hated. Yes. Anyway. Um, the ones that are like, yeah, I'm a gamer. What games do you play? Call of Duty and FIFA. No, right. no, right. no, no, not FIFA. <laughs> not FIFA, because you can at least have intelligent conversations with those people who play FIFA. It's Madden. People still play Madden? <laughs> Lots of people still play Madden. <laughs> uh, we got Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania getting Morgana from Persona 5, which... Cool. Cool, you know. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know why that needed its own trailer. But <laughs> it's Super Monkey Ball. Yeah, I guess I feel like... Because, like, Super Monkey Ball... So the, fun, the, the They've done a trailer announcement for... So here's the funny thing about Super Monkey Ball. The developer and creator of Super Monkey Ball is also the same guy that does the Yakuza series. So... <laughs> Yeah, we've got a trailer for the uh, for what's his name from Yakuza, right? We got a trailer for Jet from Jet Set Radio, right? So it makes sense for this to get a trailer. <laughs> uh, they showcased the new Halo Infinite Elite controller, which yay! It's going to be an expensive That's controller cool. for anyone who likes 
customization, customization and stuff like that. Uh, first multiplayer. Um, we got some updates with the Ninja Turtles uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge game. April O'Neil is going to be a playable character. Not Casey Jones. I guess. I guess. I mean, I think I think it's probably more appropriate just because, like, we've never had April O'Neil playable at all in these games. She's always just kind of been like off to the side. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember all the side scrolling games because I feel like she was she a character who gave you free stuff. But yeah, or maybe Usagi no Yojimbo. That would be interesting. That'd be great, actually. I would like to see Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah. Um. Midnight Fight Express, which was... Yeah, it's a uh, punch and shoot on trains and next and to elevators trains. And, and, and elevators and airplanes. And an airplane. and it's literally if you get me annoyed enough and I just feel like fighting. Yeah. So yeah. Midnight, Midnight Fight Express was one of the uh, aforementioned independent, you know, new developer type games that were shown. Uh, Jet the Far Shore is coming out this floor, uh, this fall. <laughs> Jet the Far Shore is a kind of a chilled out space exploration sim that is uh, one of the indie games that was showcased for the PlayStation 5. Uh, we have Outlast Trials, which is a cooperative four-player game uh, based in the Outlast series of games. For those of you who don't That's know, disturbing. Outlast is one of the most popular recent horror games that have come out. Uh, it's been very popular on streams and stuff like that. We have... Doke V, which is an open-world adventure game that looks like what would happen if Pokemon and Splatoon got thrown together. Uh, you obviously collect creatures and have a bunch of zany weapons. Um, like Pal Park? Yeah. Pal World? Like Pal World? <laughs> uh, we, Sony showed off a new trailer for Horizon Forbidden West, which will be dropping <laughs> this February as well. Uh, Four Guys had a little trailer showing that they will have a Jungle Book crossover next month where we'll get to get costumes based on King Louie, Baloo, Mowgli, and Shere Khan. I like the Jungle Book. I do too. <laughs> um, In Four Guys though, it's weird. No, no, no. This actually kind of makes sense if you think about it. Um, Fall Guys is probably apt for some of like the the Disney properties that like young kids don't know about, mm -hmm. but like the adults do that will actually spend money on it. Mm -hmm. But the cool thing is, is those these events you don't have to spend money on. You yeah. just play through the event play and get the, the skin. Event. Yeah, uh, which I think is really nice of Fall Guys, especially it being under Epic Games now. I'm afraid to see like what type of monetization is going to eventually rear its head in that game. Uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut got a new trailer, uh, showcasing off the new updates. Um, I'm actually incredibly impressed at this update. Of all the new toys and tools that you get, so it's like okay, so there was a lot cut from the game, which I thought was we, which I think is weird because like he <laughs> had the creativity to put all this in. You in know, what, the original you know what it probably was? It probably was. I'll be honest with you, because Sony published the game. Sony was like, look, we understand that you want all this extra stuff in the game, but the time to code this, we can't push this back any further or else we're kicking you to the PS5. 
and we've already made the promise that it is a PS4 game. Maybe they That's probably not- didn't want to split it between two generations. Yeah, and they wound up doing just that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Amazon's New World MMO has finally opened its beta. Beta September. will be dropping in September. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have words about that, but I'm not gonna. That's that's for another episode. That I is guess. for another episode completely. So uh, on top of that, there's been a few other games that have come across uh, Gamescom. Which uh, I'm gonna get my list here because all the trailers are popping up as uh, we go through. There was a couple of games. There's Clint the Snail, which looks like a really insane. So okay, there was a shooter. There is a um, there is a uh, writing prompt from our writing prompt. It's like, all right, you and a snail, um, each get like, I think it was like. $25 million and you become the smartest living creatures on But the snail knows where you are at all times and if it touches you, you die. You cannot kill the snail at all. Okay. That game, that trailer, reminded <laughs> me of that writing prompt because someone wrote the, basically what the person wrote was, I'm going to put it in this thing. I'm not going to drop it in the marina trench. I'm going to drop it near it. So that way I can keep an eye on it. I'm going to pay someone else to hold the snail at all times. And then we're going to put it into the sphere, drop that in the ocean. And then during that time, I'm going to invest in off-world production. And then, regardless of what everyone says, I'm going to fling the earth once we evacuate everyone into the sun. But I, I suspect that the snail would still survive. So therefore, I'm going to accelerate myself past the heat death of the universe. <laughs> 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 well, I will be the sole living object at the edge of space. Anyway, Clint the Snail has nothing to do with that story. <laughs> it just looks like a really cool top-down. It's a snail that will hunt you down and kill you. Starring a snail. Uh there's a game called Solstice that looks really good. And I I wanna be able to describe this game, but it's basically like Devil May Cry with robots. Solstice? Yeah, it's Devil May Cry with, like, robots. Okay. <laughs> like, it just looks really awesome. <laughs> um, Probably one of the games that impressed me the most was a game called Crossfire. Uh, Crossfire! Yeah, like, that's, a, that's the thing everybody thinks of. But Crossfire is, like, this, like, FPS punchy hybrid thing. Kind of reminds me of, like, Bulletstorm in a way, only without, like, the potty humor. And some smile gate. Yeah. So, yeah, that actually explains a lot. <laughs> um, Genshin concert. We got a release date for Sifu, which is also coming on February 22nd, 2022. Uh, Sifu looks really interesting. It's like this beat em up We got a Valheim update. Uh, with some new content dropping for fans of Valheim. Valheim's still in early access. I'm waiting for this game to really come out of early access. It's... Listen, I have a great PC, and there are just times where it just tanks in the FPS. 
just because we've built something that we probably shouldn't have built. <laughs> um, yeah. We had also, what was it? Saw it. Oh, yeah, Lego the Skywalker. The, the, the Skywalker the saga, saga for Lego. Um, I've I don't never, like the movie. I've never been a fan of a lot of the Lego games, but for some reason, this one really catches my attention. My favorite ones, in all honesty, are the Star Wars ones because they'll just throw in all the pop humor jokes into it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if you play as Obi-Wan and you end up fighting and you end up killing uh, Boba Fett, you get a jetpack, and the achievement was portable high ground. <laughs> portable high ground that's funny um <laughs> Riders Republic is having an open beta this weekend yeah. which I actually look forward to it looks it looks like one of those games that I will play just yeah, to just, like kill time know. like Ubisoft to me is just one of those companies that I'm just like I can't I can't play stuff they have like that anymore. That's fair. Um, like, I want to like most of their games, but I know it's, it's really weird. Like, I I, I've fallen out of love. Here's a game that has essentially died and has now come back. I think it, I, I think it died because like the beta happened and nobody really talked about it until after the fact. Well, no, what happened was the game released over a year and a half ago on Did PC it? on PC. Okay. And everyone on PC loved playing it. It's just... It didn't... What happened was it released and then Call of Duty dropped. Uh Uh-huh. And then the Master Chief Collection dropped directly after it. And that just ended up killing all hype for this game. For those of you who don't know what Splitgate is, take the gunplay of Halo 2. And now add Portal to it. Okay. It is absolutely insane. It is so much fun. You run around, you pick up guns, you have like your standard guns and everything, but now everyone has portals that they could set up and go through. So it's like, I've caught so many people with sniper shots because I see them. I had a portal open, I turn around, it's point blank headshot. Mm-hmm. And they don't know because it, you're being shot at like a 90 degree angle or something. You can fling yourself through the portal. You can throw grenades through the portals. There's also, you could get what's known as a portal kill. It, I don't know if they patched it out, but if I remember on PC, if you throw a null grenade, which closes an enemy portal, um, when you jumped in, congratulations. It, um, it killed you. It killed you because you're lost in the portal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh- one of the games that uh, intrigued me uh, was this um, 2D game. There's two games. There's one that's from uh, Devolver Digital. There's a game called Cult of the Lamb. Uh, you play like this sheep who happens to be a, a cult leader. And you got to build your base and convince people to join you in various rituals. <laughs> I mean, it's like Cult of Simulator, which is a great game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's also a game called There Is No Light. Uh, there Is No Light reminds me of the old school Legacy of Kane game. Oh like that top down. Yeah, the top down one. Yeah. Only it's like if Bloodborne and I'm trying to think of any like fast paced top down. Like if Bloodborne 
Um, and I guess Diablo had a baby and it was pixelated. It would be this game. So uh, there is no light. Uh, obviously, it's going to be an M-rated game. It's very bloody and horror-filled and full of like insane stuff that is not suitable for the youngins. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that's been coming out of Gamescom uh, that are, is coming from the not usual suspects suspects of this. And that has led to a lot of people feeling like this Gamescom is weak, so to speak. And I'm just <sighs> like, eh, you know, I think the time, it, it, it's gotten to the point where, like, we are, we know what to expect from I think the big wigs. So here's to speak. the thing, yes. And I think we're entering that era where <laughs> we've had this discussion before multiple times with small parts of it, mm-hmm. where there are certain indie companies that we shouldn't call indie anymore. In the sense, I think we're getting to that point where we used to have like our claims in midways again. Yeah. Like we know Devolver Digital will put out a bunch of games. Some of them you'll pass up on, some of them you'll play, just like how we used to do with a claim in midway. Mm hmm. Um, and I, I think we're reaching that point again where we're getting a nice, comfortable second, I don't want to call them second tier games, double A games. Yeah. And I think we need more they're like, of they're that. Not, they're not like triple A, but they're also not quite indie. The, yeah. They're kind of like in that weird middle ground where it's like, hey, this has like actual developer money developer it. money behind it but, but not as much money as ideas. like the big studios yeah but they're unique ideas yeah. that you don't really see studios take bets on because it's like yeah just like a, a perfect example recently you know i talked about this on an earlier episode where i picked up these two games uh one was called uh greek memories of azure yeah there's this other game called uh foreclosed and these are what would normally be passed off as indie games, but when you play them, you're like, no, this this has like money, money put into, into it. it. Especially like Greek Memories of Azure, it's yeah. all completely hand drawn. The animation is beautiful. Yep, the music is wonderful. Um, Foreclose has like this weird comic book cyberpunk aesthetic, and it's a really solid like action adventure shooter slash murder mystery kind of thing. Ooh. Um. So like the ideas are there, and I f- I'm I'm glad that like we we need that. We we it, it's weird for me to say this, but like it reminds me of like the '80s era of the movies where you had B tier studios, and then those movies are considered some of the greatest movies ever come out. Yep, like Dirty Dancing or like technically technically Ghostbusters. In a, in a weird technicality, yes. yeah, Ghostbusters almost didn't make it. Yeah, <laughs> actually, if you think about it, Ghostbusters wasn't a uh, it wasn't a, considered uh, it wasn't a commercial success uh, when it came out. Most people thought the movie was weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so uh, I feel like we're hitting that aspect. Not just because it feels like the '80s movies, but if you remember, there was that weird period of games, uh, specifically during like the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis era of gaming into the Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation era where like companies were just coming out with games. Yeah. And maybe it has some really cool looking box art and then you picked it up and then you play and you're like, Hey, this game's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, One of them for the, for me for that was like chameleon twist actually. Yeah. The top down, you play as a humanoid chameleon and all you have to do is just eat bugs, (laughs) but it was fun. I, I remember 
that's how I discovered Legacy of Kane. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Because I remember my mom actually wound up getting that game for me. And at the time when we got the PlayStation, I got the PlayStation because of Final Fantasy VII. And then uh, eventually, you know, I, I found my Castlevania Symphony of Night. And she tells me, I don't know if she remembers the story, but she, I, she would go to what was then Funko Land. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's like, my son is into these games. He plays Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and uh, he plays Final Fantasy VII. And she brought me in. She's like, see, see if any of these games looks appealing to you. And I remember seeing... Legacy of Kane. I'm like, this looks cool. It has vampires. All right. I'm going to get this. Because I was like, I was a Castlevania fan. I was like, oh, maybe it's like Castlevania. And uh, totally not like Castlevania. Castlevania but but it was a great the, game. It was a great game. Uh, and this was before, like, the series got really popular. Yeah. like, I think the series only really picked up when Soul Reaver dropped. Yeah. Um, I think So it's... I feel like we're in that period where, like, you're going to walk into a game store and you're going to see all, like, these new games from, like, companies you've never heard of. And you might want to give them a try because, like, do it. A you, lot you of actually awesome find games stuff. are really coming out there yeah. that normally would get overlooked. It's um, funny. So it's funny that you mentioned that because here's how I found out about Axiom Verge. It used to be on this monthly thing called Indie Box where they sent me a physical PC release of an indie game, and I'm like, "Oh, Axiom Verge, never heard of it. Let me try it." I sat there and. Booted up what I thought was an hour of gameplay. You know when you when you have those moments when you're like you're playing a game, and all of a sudden you look out the window and you see light in the birds, <laughs> and you're like, "How long have I been playing?" That was Axiom Verge for me. That's how <laughs> good it was, and I never heard of the game beforehand. <laughs> so uh, I remember those days. Oh God. <laughs> I haven't had something, I haven't had a game suck me in like that in such a long time. And I'm, that's why I'm happy for like mid, I don't want to call them mid tiers. I guess double A's. Yeah. I, I guess the term would be like double A because yeah. like they're definitely, like you said, they're in between that like not quite indie, but also not But like quite. these ideas wouldn't flow at like. You wouldn't see you wouldn't, uh, see, you wouldn't see a game come out like this yeah. from like a Capcom or like you wouldn't see Hades from Square from Square Enix or any of like EA or anything like that. No, but that that's another comp. That's a company yeah. that I feel is like a perfect example of that. They started as a small indie company with Bastion, <clears throat> then they had um, Transistor, Transistor, then uh, into the Spire. I think no. Um, I forget the name now. I'm drawing up like it's going to drive me nuts for the rest of the night. Um, but yeah. And each game that they've released has just been, has found its niche and has allowed the company to grow. Mm -hmm. So. But again, they're also not quite at that like. They don't have where they, can, where they can't take, a, they, where they have to be smart about the game that they make. Yeah. Which is fine. Like. We went through so many years, and then, like, Acclaim and Midway all went under because they just started making shovelware. Mm -hmm. And then it got bought by Activision, Ubisoft, EA. That's how we had Maxis, and now we're getting all these other companies that are making simulation games. Yep. So. 
I think we're seeing sort of a, 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 a resurgence and a, a renaissance period. I would say a, a cycle because I feel like it's going to happen again. And we've been saying it for a while. Like previous gen felt like everything was the same. And I made this joke to you where I was, re I was recalling scenes from Gears of War. And you're like, no, that's not from the first game. That's from like the third game. I'm like, they all blend together again. <laughs> Well, it doesn't help that every Gears of War game looks, looks the same. <laughs> but, uh, like, but I get what you mean, because like we, we got to a point where like every company had their MO style, their like, type of game. It was like everyone so had like, their we knew, military we, shooter. We knew Sony was going to come out with a, a third person over the shoulder, either open world or semi-open world yeah. action adventure thing. Like that's been Sony's MO since like the PS3. PlayStation 3. Yeah. And they've expanded on that to what we have now with the PS4. And looking at the PlayStation 5, it's looking like we're still going to continue that trend. You know, Returnal was there. Ratchet and Clank almost was there. You know, we got Horizon coming out. Eventually, the next God of War is going to come out. Right. And that's going to be Sony's MO. I think yeah. that, that they have firmly they've, established that's, that that's what they're going to make. Yeah. Nintendo's going to have like their big magnum opus adventure games with a mascot character and then here's like a bunch of like side games that we're doing yeah like that's nintendo yeah and then microsoft is doing what they they're do doing what they do they're like hey we got this service and it's really cool you should probably try it yeah it's called games pass and it has like everything they're gonna still do forza they're still gonna do and they're still gonna do forza they're still gonna be halo, halo and all that there's probably gonna be more gears of war games but even like if you look at third parties it was like they always had the military shooter yes we had Military shooter, RPG, JRPG of the year, <laughs> um, and a bunch of other stuff. That And it's like, those became yearly releases, and it's like, you could literally kind of interchange them. It's like, oh, Capcom released them this year, this, this type of, we've got a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Two years down the line, here's another Resident Evil game, and then you can flip them, and it's like, it's like, we want something fresh. These are companies that are sitting on IPs for years and years and years, not using them. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Sega. Looking at you, Capcom. Give me my Breath of Fire game. I don't think Capcom remembers they have Breath of Fire. They do because they released a phone game. And it's a gotcha RPG and it's terrible. <laughs> But that's why, like, I'm I'm kind of happy that we're reaching to that point where it's like, I want games to be weird again. <laughs> like, I want studios to be like, here's a weird thing that we've released. I want a Seaman for this generation. I want a game that will, like, horrify people. And then years later, people find it endearing and lovely, yet kind of weird. Is that so much to ask for? Is that too much to ask for, Ken? I don't know. All I know is Blood Rain got a revival. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Blood Rain? <laughs> Speaking of revivals, we also had um, the you know, release date for uh, so, King of Fighters. Oh, guess who's making this Blood Rain revival? Oh, uh, who is? Way forward. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Um, There's the new also King of Fighters. 15. Yeah, the trailer looks amazing. Everyone was complaining. It's just like, this doesn't look good. I'm like, no, no, no. This... Fits SNK's art style and MO to a T. What are you all complaining about? <laughs> I think a lot of people just aren't happy when like fighting games come out. They just they want to. They revive dead characters. 
Like, they literally was like, you want a King of Fighters game? Here. Look, man, all I know is the fighting game community completely overlooked Voltima- uh, Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. Yeah. Because... Rollback. It's not even about rollback. It's because they're just terrible at fighting games. I want a bloody roar game. No, we got Oro and Street Fighter 5 now. God. Give me your rival schools, Capcom! Akira's in Street Fighter 5 now. Akuma's in, in Mouse Hunter. What? Yeah, there's, so there's a new Akuma um, pack where his weapons are his fist for like dual blades. So you're punching monsters and doing Hadoken and doing like his Shoryuken. I wish I was joking. His dash is the Raging Demon dash. How did I miss this? It was like a stealth release by Capcom. I was like, yeah, here's this. And we're like, wait, 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 wait. You can't just drop Akuma and then tell us we can give Akuma a gun. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just tell me this. Everyone's like, wait, 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 wait. I don't know how I missed that. I'll show it to you after the show. It's so good. It's so good. That's too crazy. You are literally punching. You are punching the monsters in the face. So Akuma's punching Rathalos in the face. (laughs) We're getting Blastoise in the game, too. We nicknamed this monster Blastoise. Okay. Because it it spits a water jet at you. Awesome. (laughs) It's free content. It's free content. (laughs) It prints money. It does. Uh, Capcom knows what to do with their thing. Like whenever they release like their games, they always know what to do with them. I would like a um personally, I would like a remaster of Lost Planet One. I'm fine with Lost. Um, uh, there are some games that I just don't want to see them go back to. No, no, I think one was perfectly fine. I would like to see an upres version of it. That's what I mean. Nah, no. uh, there's some games that I'm just like they can stay where they are. <laughs> Give us rival schools. Give new us rival new schools. rival schools. And there's some games that I'm just like, yeah, they should probably update this stuff. There, there's a fan base that has been asking for things. I mean, I mean, they also game. shot themselves in the foot. Look at Dark Sarkers. They're like, well, no one bought the bought the re-release games that we did. It's like you never even told us when they've released. You literally yeah. just dropped them on all the network stores, all the digital stores, and never told anyone. And what I find funny is I, I hate the idea that a lot of these developers do when it's like, oh, people are still passionate about this. Let's re-release this. Uh, collection of the older games and see how well it does and, and then they don't advertise it oh not only that but it's like why do you have to do that the demand is already verbally there why do you need to see if x sells board meetings i just i never get it. investors that's why it needs to stop i know that's why we get Mega Man collections every four years <laughs> Stop! Just, just make me a new on. Mega Man hold game. On. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's be honest. It is nice to have the Zero Collection, in all honesty, in one uh, spot. I buy them all the time, so I, 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 I am part of the problem. I know, you are part of the problem. I want a Battle Network's collection, in all honesty. I do, too. <laughs> Including I, the GameCube game. Yeah. Network Transmission. That game is great. Hey, that game is great. I don't care what everyone tells me. This game is too hard and is a terrible Mega Man. I'm like, no, it is a classic Mega Man game. It's a classic Mega Man game where you have to get good. Yeah. Get good is the name of the day. 
Anyways, folks, that's going to do it for uh, today's show on the Decode podcast. If you want to talk about any of the uh, topics we discussed on today's show, you can do so over in our Discord. Feel free to tag me at Omega Z. And I love talking about games. And I'll give you my opinion and some more thoughts on all the things that we've talked about today. Uh, if you wish to support us outside of following us across all our social media and sharing our content, you can also do so with our merch over at our Stream Elements shop. We have our D hoodie, our D t shirts, our D mugs for your beverage of choice. It's hot for like a hot beverage of choice right now. No, you can use it to drink something nice and cold, like a nice carbonated soda or some water. Definitely or drink lemonade. Water. <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> Or an iced coffee. Iced coffee. <laughs> iced coffee that can be provided to you by the Waypoint Cafe located at 65 Ludlow Street here in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, New York. Gold bond. <laughs> the Waypoint Cafe is home to this esports and gaming podcast that you have just been listening to. It's also home to the Image Anime pop-up shop. Image Anime is also a sponsor of Digital Era Entertainment. You can check out their website, imageanime.com, and use our promo code DISCOUNT20 for 20% off all in-stock items at Image Anime. For all our other social media links, our other podcast episodes, as well as our written content, you can check that out at digitalerentertainment.com. Be sure to check out the teaser for our upcoming wrestling-themed visual novel, Kokoro no Pro, over on our YouTube. That link is all available to you in the chat there. We're going to switch it over to RJ and Joel, who will be playing who knows what at this point, because uh, I forget. Who's on first? Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but RJ and Joel will be up next with some uh, video game pleasure for you guys. Until next time, as always, you've been Decoded.